All right, Chevra, we are learning Tanya Pedekyud. As we mentioned just a few weeks ago when we started, that, that Tanya opens up conforming to the sheet of the Alter Rebbe that before he went into the inner parts of the Torah, he is addressing, he always addressed a Nigla Dika Sugya. And the Tanya began by pointing out questions in how does one define the different sayings of the Chazal regarding a tzaddik, that we find is a tzaddik v'toivloi and a tzaddik v'raloi. And as this is interpreted when we learn Gemara, tzaddik v'toivloi means a tzaddik, that good things happen to him. And tzaddik v'raloi means, you know, the tzaddik, that not good things, or to our understanding, not good things are happening to him. And the Alter Rebbe points out that based on the Zohar, the Zohar has various parts. One of the parts of the Zohar is called the Raya Mehemna. The Raya Mehemna means the trustworthy shepherd. The Raya Mehemna in our tradition was when all of the Torah that the Nasham of Moshe Rabbeinu taught Rabshimon Ba Yochai that is recorded in the Zohar, it's quoted in a portion called the Raya Mehemna. And it's not, if you look inside the Zohar, the Zohar is based on the portions of the week. And it goes Al Haseder. But some parts of the Zohar is called the Yanuka. There was this neshama of a young child who the Rashbi met in Gan Eden and her Torah from. <clears throat> then you have the Raya Mehemna, Moshe Rabbeinu came down here. So in the, in the Alter Rebbe quotes, that Raya Mehemna, Parshus Mishpatim, dear, the Zohar completely changes the meaning of the word Tzadik V'toivloi, Tzadik V'raloi. That it doesn't at least only mean a Tzadik that good things happen to him. But says this, it says that I am Hemna that Sadik Varaloi means that there is Ra Sheboy Kafuf that there is a Sadik that has bad in him. Narvas, that bad in him is bent, is subservient, is nullified, is under the dominance of the good in the Sadik. And as the Rebbe pointed out, the Rebbe pointed out in the beginning, that makes absolutely no sense. Makes absolutely no sense because what are you basically saying? That what? That you can have someone called a Sadik. And there's bad in him. And there's bad in the tzaddik. And what does that normally mean when you learn Gemara? That means that, you know, when it comes to judgment, Altadev establishes that we are judged based on the majority of what we do, judged on the majority of our behavior, which means if someone 51% is good, they're called a tzaddik. But Altadev says, how can you understand it that way? With all the questions that he asks in the beginning, you know, the, the Alter Rebbe is going to bring later a story that the Gemara brings of Rabbi Yechen and Ben Zakkai. Rabbi Yechen and Ben Zakkai was the greatest Jews that ever lived. Right? He was the Tano that was alive during the transition from the temple to Golos. That Rabbi Yechen and Ben Zakkai, when he was on his deathbed, he gathered the students and he told the students that I don't know where I'm going. I don't know if I'm going to heaven or to hell. And, and, and how can that be? How can it be that if, if Rabbi Yechnem and Zakai, Mamash from all the whole history was one of the greatest Jews that ever lived, he doesn't know where he's going, where, where, are, we, where are we going? And how can, how can it be what, what he was afraid of, what he did majority sins? It's not Shia. And all of that, and amongst other questions, the Alter Rebbe concluded the, to emphasize the importance of differentiating one's behavior Versus the inner person. Yiddishkeit was given on the behavioral level, at least in the vast majority. So God wants from us. 
And that includes God empowering us with freedom of choice. The freedom of choice that God gave to human beings is on the behavioral level only. On that level, I have the power to choose to do or not to do, to speak or not to speak, even to think or not to think. Once you go deeper, when it comes to how I feel, when it comes to the way I think, even though, even non-Sadiqim, we have a certain influence, but there is no commandment over there, because like the Alter Rebbe argues, that most people will never be Sadiqim. That means most of us will live a whole life that we are empowered and we are responsible for everything that we do, but it doesn't necessarily mean that we will desire to do what God wants. So, now Rebbe concluded that what is a Bainani? The Bainani, we'll get to that in chapter 12, is a person that on the behavioral level is perfect. So why are they not called a tzaddik? Because the inner person is not a tzaddik. Because they still have an animal soul. They have a godly soul also, but they have an animal soul. So they desire to do that which God doesn't want. And because of that desire, they're not called a tzaddik. Which means what? This is a big hop. Oh, so that means that a tzaddik must refer to a person that's not only a tzaddik on the behavioral level, which is, a, which is awesome, but a tzaddik then would mean, like the Alter Rebbe writes before, that Davar HaMelech killed his animal soul through tainus, that a tzaddik is someone who has no animal soul. So if that's a tzaddik, then we're back. So, so how can there be a, a tzaddik that has good in him? That makes sense. But how can there be a tzaddik veraloi? Tzaddik verali would mean that he's on the behavioral level of tzaddik, but there is some bad in him. So then he's a bainim. And how do we have tzaddikim? Rabbi Yechenem ben Zakkai, that, you know, he always behaved correctly. Eloma, what is he saying? That I don't know where, where they're taking me because I don't know if I'm a perfect tzaddik. That makes sense. But, but what, what would an imperfect tzaddik mean? That's the question. And that's chapter 10. And al Rebbe points out something very important. Let's just follow with the, with the theme. That you have the person on his or her behavioral level even on the behavioral level, there is a tzaddik and a benini. Neither of them misbehave. The benini has to struggle not to misbehave. The tzaddik doesn't have to struggle not to misbehave. Not because he doesn't have a yetzer hara, but because his struggle is a much deeper struggle. When it comes to behaving, he's not even potentially going to go against the will of God. That still allows for there to be rooms so complicated. Our people were so multi-layered that in his heart of hearts, there might still be a residue of the animal soul. And the way the Alter Rebbe terms it over here beautifully is that if you... Step number one, step number two. Step number one is that on the behavioral level, when we live an external life, a person could say, I love Yiddishkeit, and then when I sin, I love sinning. I enjoy this and I enjoy that. Once you start going deeper into a person, there comes a point deep within that if you love God and godliness, by default you will despise that which is against godliness. And he quotes psukim, which are not that popular in our culture, because we don't like the word hate, but 
part of the expression of the love of the tzaddik to God is that the tzaddik despises, he hates Sitra And if a tzaddik doesn't fully despise evil, that's a sign that he doesn't fully love God. And that's why we still say that he's a person that has some ra in him. Even though when it comes to behaving, not only will he always behave properly, but it's easy for him. There's no struggle. On that level, there isn't even a potential to sin. Benini is someone who never sins, but every time there's a struggle, or many times there's a struggle. At Sadiq, he's covered. It's like we can just relate, we can make this relatable. There are certain activities that we do that on the behavioral level, we don't struggle anymore. We're so used to doing the right thing, we do it. There's no question whether we'll do it. But the question is, will we be in the mood of doing it or not? The question is, will, will we embrace what we're doing or not? Will we understand what we're doing or not? Will we experience godliness? There, there can still be a struggle. And if there's any layer of struggle, then he's called an imperfect tzaddik. Which means that unlike people who think that only the Benini needs to have a Rebbe and a Benini has to have a guide and a Benini has to be inspired, even a tzaddik has to have a, a tzaddik. And actually he needs a greater tzaddik. Because it's much more subtle. It's a lot easier for me to know me if I'm looking at my behavior. It's very clear that I behave or that I misbehave. And if every now and then I misbehave, I know I need help. Once a person is always doing the right thing, they can elude themselves to think, I'm a tzaddik. They're not even struggling when it comes to behavior. It's a given. They're doing what God wants, always. But there might be some deep inside the person, some ra, whether it is emotionally, or whether it is in the Chabad, or whether it is on a level beyond that. And again, the measuring stick that Alter Rebbe says is, if you can't, experience whether you are fully loving godliness, look inside yourself to see whether you despise, we're not speaking about despising people, we're speaking about despising sitra akhra, despising behaviors, hating it. And on that level, tolerance is the end of the world. So people, most times, should be tolerated. But behavior, which is against the will of God, has to be hated. And that's how you know whether the tzaddik is complete or not. And that was Rabbi Yechenem ben Zakkai. He, not only did he always behave properly, he didn't even struggle anymore, ever. Wow. He always did what God wanted. And he loved God, and he was in awe of God. But he didn't know to what level does he despise Sitra Achim. And that's why he didn't, any day, he didn't know how high he is. Now let's go even further. Now what happens when you have a tzaddik gomer? When you have a tzaddik v'toivloi? That the tzaddik is the highest level already. That means he completely transformed his animal. Completely. On all levels. Now what? So the Alter Rebbe says, now don't think that this tzaddik has no purpose in being here. There's vital a purpose for him to be here. The truth is the Alter Rebbe wrote a whole sefer for tzaddik. But the concept he writes over here, the concept is... Is that until a person re- reaches the level of tzaddik v'toivloi, what is part of our divine service to work on our animal? I should behave properly. I shouldn't even have to struggle to behave properly and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. But once a person elevates their animal, they transform the animal. All of the person is godliness. Now comes the opposite avoda. And what's the opposite avoda? That when you have a tzaddik called b'nei aliyah, 
Right? These are the words we have in Gemara. It makes sense. Bnei Ali means those who are elevated already. They already reached the highest level. So now was, what is their Avaidah? Not to get higher, but now their main Avaidah is to bring godliness into the world. Because it's not only about us elevating ourselves. The truth is, bringing godliness into the world is also for us. For a wannabe Bainanim. But much more so for the Tzadik Gomer. Because once the Tzadik reaches that level, then that is his Avaidah. That Ezeu Chassid Hamas Chassid Im Koinoi. So the Pshat is that he's doing Chesed with his master. So the Altarebbe says that the inner meaning is Koinoi means Kanoi. Kan means your nest. That you're doing Chasidish, you're bringing Chasidish guy to your nest. You're bringing godliness into the world. You were just learning this morning about Shechita that Ein Vishachat Elo Umashach. You know, it's not about, it's, it's elevating and it's also drawing down, bringing godliness all the way down over here. That's the tzaddik. And, and, and then, therefore, in chapter 11, you have to flow. The next chapter, the Altenebbe goes in reverse. So what's the Russia? So what's the Russia of a toivli, Russia of a Russia means that whether it is once or whether it is often, the person on the behavioral level does what God doesn't want in the positive or negative. That's already a Russia. Before you do a tzaddik, you're a rasha. So what's the toiv leveraloi? Also in the inner person. That even when the person sins, how do they feel about it inside? So when a person sins and they still have regret, and they still inside know, oi gewalt, I disconnected myself from God at this moment, that's called the good rasha. So the toiv and the raloi by the tzaddik and by the rasha, opa, Yeah, oh, no kids. They, all, they both refer to the inner person, which is amazing. Because on, the, on the behavioral level, the tzaddik is behaving perfect. On the, on the behavioral level, the rasha is not behaving perfect. But the trevla yoralai doesn't go about behavior. It's not about more sins or less sins, as it is al pshat, as it is al pinigla, as it is in judgment day. It's about, we're going to weigh how, many, how much. No, it's only referring to the inner person, and there are many layers to that. So a person can be a rasha, but the person inside uh, has, has a feeling of guilt, has a conscience, which is a good thing. Because that's a sign that he's still connected enough to his godly soul. It's like physically, God gave us a nervous system. It's a good thing. Ah, it hurts when you step on a, a, on a nail. Well, if it wouldn't hurt, you would, you would keep on stepping on it. It's the way God is telling you, no, don't do that. None of us, it hurts. Okay, but that's the way it works. And, and when we do a sin and we feel pain, that's, that's the godly soul saying, oh, this is not good. And then you have a person that, God forbid, sinned that much that, that they lost their sensitivity. And there's layers in that. Until the tzaddik v'dali, that they became so habituated and so dead spiritually that they sin and they don't b'chlal feel that it's a sin. That's the rasha v'dali. No, there's no more time in him. Or in a society that's when certain behaviors that are against the will of God become fully acceptable. This is, this is the way, this is good. That's the end of the world because, because then there's no inner godliness shouting out and saying, hey, hello, no, this is, this is not good. And then you need to have a mamash rachmanas from God. You need to have a, a tzaddik or a friend to come and to somehow Now we believe in the resurrection of the dead. And that's the resurrection of the dead spiritually when this happens to a society or to a person. 
But without the, the and our Tchias Amesim has a lot to do with Torah. Just to know, when it comes to Tchias Amesim, the words of Chazal is, is that God has a do. There's a certain do, and that do is going to revive the dead. And dew and water and milk and wine and oil and honey, all this is referring to the Torah, to different parts of the Torah. The dew refers to, to Hasidus. And that's that when a person learns Hasidus, then even if they are Rosh Hashanah, it wakens them up. Now, they still have to do work. But the, the, the silver lining of feeling guilty the whole time is that at least you know that you're not dead yet. And that guilt is not here just for you to feel the guilt, but that's, that's the, the, the reminder, that's the neshama saying that, you know, Adam, be ashamed of the way you're walking around. The shame was a good thing. The shame was a great thing. The end of the world is, is when we lose our shame. That's why Yidin are called Rachmanim, Baishanim. The Goyimli, Baishanim, that's a sign, that's a sign of the neshama. Even when we misbehave, the neshama is still kicking in alive. And the Altarebbe concludes Perek Yudala very powerfully by saying that even a Rosh Averaloi, even a Rosh Averaloi has a neshama. Vaharaya, when Chazal say that a kol that a kol means that any ten Jews that get together make a minion. And even if the ten Jews are ten Rosh Averaloi's, that the level of the Shekhinah that they draw down is so awesome that the greatest of angels cannot be in that presence, they'll burn up. And just that knowledge itself gives hope. So we have to know where we're at. And al Rebbe concludes all of this by, by emphasizing this to know that at the end of the day, you're a Yid, you have an Hashem. You have an Hashem, you're connected to God. I, you don't feel it, that's a problem. But there's always hope. But, Right.